Remember when our songs are just like prayers Like gospel hymns that you called in the air Come down, come down, sweet reverence Unto my simple house and rain Good morning, everyone. Happy Monday morning. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. It was Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy belated Mother's Day to any mother that watches or listens to this morning show. <clears throat> I'm sure there's some. Hope you had a fantastic Mother's Day. Hope your kids were nice to you and all that good stuff. How's everyone doing? Good morning. I had a, I had a quick good morning from Doug uh, Kotler in the chat. We got Ryan Maldonado, Ramon Carlos, Aiden Levensua, Logan, not going to try to pronounce your last name right now, Pascarelli, nailed it, Sammy Sullivan, what's up? Good morning, everyone. Uh, how's everyone doing? I uh, I left the apartment for the weekend for the first time. How about that? And it felt like I was gone for a week vacation because it was something other than these walls. New York City. No backyard, no driveway. Nothing in New York City. So that was awesome. Uh, I got to spend time with my mom on Mother's Day, and that was also really nice. Now I'm back. Got a busy week ahead of us. We have on Monday, it's a light day today, but we have a new episode of, of Talking Baseball with a long interview with Delman Young, uh, he, which is pretty good. Delman Young and Trevor Plouffe played Little League together when they were 12 years old. They were teammates, and they were having sleepovers. And then when Trevor Plouffe makes his tape debut for the Twins, the guy hitting in front of him is Delman Young, guy he used to have sleepovers with when he was 12 years old. Pretty insane. So we talked about that. We talked about the time Delman Young threw his bat and it hit the ump in the minor leagues. Uh, he t- he walked us through that entire story. That was pretty fun. So go check out Talking Baseball if you're into that kind of stuff. John Boy and Jake TV today is watching baggage. Every Monday is watching baggage day. Uh, today's episode, oh, man, it was brutal. There's, uh, there's this girl. Let's see if I can even pull it up. There's this girl. She looks like someone. Someone said it in the comments who she looked like. Vanessa Bayer. But they teamed her up. I don't know if anyone, if you guys know what watching watching baggage uh, looks like. But here's a little. It's Jake and I, and we watch an episode of Baggage, which is the greatest show to ever exist. And uh, this girl. They just gave her no good options. There was this guy. Oh, my God. I'll show you this. There was a guy who made that out of duct tape. So. Watching baggage is a good time. And then uh, watching baseball. We have finished all of the World Series. So now we're watching 19. uh, Now we're watching game 163s. So. Today's watching baseball is 1978 game 163 Yankees Red Sox Bucky fucking Dent game and all that. 
So that's all we got out today. Monday's kind of a light day. If you've been listening to the morning show, you know that Tuesday is a big old day for John Boy Media. The weather in Jasper, Indiana is 41 degrees and sunny. Looks like the stream might be going bad for anyone watching live. It does get posted on the podcast app afterwards if you have any trouble. But it's uh, 41 degrees, mostly sunny in Jasper, Indiana, which is great. Jasper, Indiana is pretty, pretty south Indiana. It's like the same level as uh, Louisville. Like an hour west of Louisville, which is Kentucky. Past, oh, this is this is what I did this morning, guys. Past the Hoosier Forest, right? And then I spent, I've done this Google search so many times. Why do they call, why are Indiana residents called Hoosiers, right? I've done it so many times. And I did it this morning before the show because... I saw that Jasper, Indiana is by the Hoosier Forest. So I Googled it and we'll just share it with you. There's no one knows exactly why. There's a couple theories. There's a couple theories. Um, and the first theory sounds like bullshit to me. The first theory, why are people from Indiana called Hoosiers? Um, they've been called Hoosiers since 1832 in print. And according to some people, where is it? One is that a contractor named Samuel Hoosier preferred to hire laborers from Indiana rather than neighboring Kentucky to construct the Louisville-Portland Canal along the Ohio River. The Indiana workers were called Hoosiers men, later shortened to Hoosiers. But there's no record of a Hoosier or a similar name can be found anywhere. So kind of can't trust that. This one, this next theory, is the biggest folklore theory going. It's that when they were surveying and mapping the state, they encountered so many squatters on public land that the people would walk up to the land and say, who's here? Uh, Just because there was going to be squatters. And then the who's here was shortened and altered to Hoosier. (laughs) And then finally Hoosier. That sounds like the most bullshit made up story. Uh, So no one will trust that. And then the most common, the one that makes a lot of sense is that people moved to Indiana from uh, the Cumberland region of England, which is the Highlands. And they settled in the Southern mountains of Indiana And the nickname for those Highland dwellers back to the word Hoosier, which derived from the old English who, which meant high or hillers. So like hillers, those hires, whatever. I don't know how we, I didn't mean to get there. Usually the weather doesn't take us there, but it did because I'm always, when I will, I will Google that again in the next three years. Why are people from Indiana called Hoosiers? No doubt in my mind. I'll forget everything we just did, and I'll Google it again, and I'll go through the same thoughts again. Probably next time I watch Hoosiers, which is a great movie. Go watch it. Random baseball player of the day. Kind of a tough one, if I'm going to be honest. Victor Alvarez. 
Victor Alvarez got picked up by the Dodgers and he pitched a couple games, not many. Like if we look at his thing, in 2002, he appeared in four games. In 2003, he appeared in five games. All relief besides one. You can see he started one game. Uh, so I wanted to find the one start and see how he did. So if you go to the pitching game log, if you go to the pitching game log, you can see the one start came on September 29th. So very end of the season versus the Padres. And he actually pitched pretty well. Seven innings pitched, two earned runs. He gets the loss, though, because the Dodgers don't score any runs. But that's his lone start. It's pretty good. The Padres, do the Padres have any talent on this team? Padres had Kotze, Davy Cruz, Klesko, Phil Nevin, shout out, third base coach for the New York Yankees. Yeah, no, not... Not much going on in that Padres team. Paul LaDuca, pinch hit for Victor Alvarez. How about that? The interesting thing that I saw, or that I looked up, because I was like, I don't know much about this guy. He went back, he played in the Mexican League for a long time. The cool thing was, he's got a lot of that bat. Uh, he, faced, he faced five Hall of Famers in his very, very short career he only pitched in nine games he faced five hall of famers faced jeff bagwell pudge chipper jones craig biggio and ken griffey jr and he went two for five with two walks versus those five which i don't know you guys think that's good or bad two for five is not not good it's 400 did the math there yeah what of it and then the on-base percentage is really four out of seven. So it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Here's uh, the, and then I was trying to see, oh, some other fun names that he faced. Ken Gr or Gary Sheffield, Javi Lopez, Lance Berkman, Jeff Kent, Aaron Boone, Brad Osmus, and uh, Miggy Caps, who will be a Hall of Famer. So six Hall of Famers in his nine games for Victor Alvarez. How about that? The man... With the most hits against him, only one man got two hits of Victor Alvarez. That's Phil Nevin. Phil Nevin is a friend of the program. He's been on our podcast, Talking Yanks, and it just makes me ashamed I didn't ask him this. Like, hey, do you know you have the most hits versus Victor Alvarez? Actually, something I wanted to text Jake is a new thing I want to do when we interview players, if we like just have extra time or it's flowing, is just find a bunch of dubious honors and then be like, what are you the most proud of? And then throw things out there like this, that you have the most hits versus Victor Alvarez in his career, that you led the league in stolen bases in the fifth inning. You know, dumb baseball stats. And then we'll see what their thoughts, what they're most proud of. Like, does Phil Nevin care that he has the most hits versus Victor Alvarez out of any major league player? Certainly hard absolute no he doesn't care at all so we'll ask him for it get that answer and that'll be fun there's not much on victor alvarez i tried my best to find something that was interesting usually you can 
Usually you can. They loaned him out. The Dodgers loaned him out a lot, so he he played in uh, Mexico a lot while with the Dodgers farm system, and then and then he played all the way up to 2014. So a lot going on for Victor Alvarez. Crazy. And I don't know. It looks like he's never put up good numbers. 2003 with the uh, Pacific Coast League, which is an offensive league. He had a 2.7 ERA in 22 games. That's awesome. Also, the one start he made, he did really well. So that's the Victor Alvarez story. We are all acquainted, familiar, and we are all proud to know the Victor Alvarez story. So just take a moment and be like, damn, I had no idea about this Victor Alvarez guy before, but now I know all about him. There you go. Next up, we're going to talk about a book. It's Mother's Day, so I figured talk about this one. And everyone that thinks, you know, that has like these predisposed uh, dumb takes about books being nerdy and poems being girly and all that well here you go because i'm doing a book of poems written by women sarah k sarah k does a lot she does she did a ted talk and she's known for spoken word poems she has a poem since it's mother's day i will fits um if i should ever have a daughter is the name of the poem. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but you should go listen to her TED Talk if you've never heard it and if you're interested in that. The actual poem is called, in this book, B. B. But it's cool, and I like her TED Talk. But uh, it's all about being a mom and shit. So let's try to find... Uh, it's a lot of just like advice she would give her daughter. Always apologize when you've done something wrong, but don't you ever apologize for the way your eyes refuse to stop shining. Uh, and when they... Oh, here's the mother line that I thought fit Mother's Day. And when they finally hand you heartache, when they slip war and hatred under your door and offer you handouts on street corners of cynicism and defeat, you tell them that they really ought to meet your mother. Boom. Moms. Best people ever. I read all this. I flagged a bunch of pages in here that I don't remember. But I definitely, I don't know. As long as you're not like uh, 1950s, I'm too manly to have emotions, go read it. If you're cool with having emotions and reading other people's stories and other people's getting in other people's headspaces, check it out. It's a quick TED Talk. I think it's like an eight minute. She just like recites the poem. It's cool. Sarah Kay. And she's got nice curly hair. Big fan of curly hair. Just to let everyone know. That's all I got. A whole lot of baggage for people listening on the podcast. I just, or anyone, I just read that comment in YouTube from uh, Hello Buddy, which is how Jerry Springer opens up baggage, and it's the best ever. 
It's the best ever. What do you think about Michael Jordan breaking the player code of not mentioning the drug use on the team? Did he do that? I watched it. I don't remember. I don't forget that scene. I watched it last night. He talked about doing drugs and stuff. Do a Mark Burley perfect game ninth inning breakdown, says Wesley Freed. Wesley, that is the breakdown that I have edited on Adobe Premiere right now. All I need to do is uh, smash it together, find some more info, and uh, lay the track. The next the next breakdown that will be posted, uh, hopefully today, is, Mar- is the ninth inning of Mark Burley's perfect game and the wise catch. And uh, so there you go. Why am I? I'm not in Jasper. I'm in New York City. I'm not. Someone asked why I'm in Jasper, Indiana. Not I. Just letting the good people of Jasper know it's going to be 41 and mostly sunny today. Maybe a good time to head over to Hoosier Park, which is just a little, a little east of Jasper. And, you know, then you could go there and you could walk around the park and be like, hey, guys, do you know why we're called Hoosiers? Well... There's a couple theories. You have a great day. See you guys. Thanks for hanging out. I get the work. Ring like crazy, ring like hell. Turn me back toward that wild hair.